Hey guys, welcome to the Take Point Africa Podcast Remote Edition. My name is Muiwa. My name is Oluwani Femi. And I'm This is the third week, I think. Third week of our working from home. Yeah. Yeah, because this is the third edition of the Remote Edition. I mean, it's been a challenge, as you might, as you might imagine. It's been crazy. I don't know how it has been for you guys. It's been really, really terrible for me. And it, it, it seems the net, my network has taken a deep. In the last one week, I think now yeah, I'm feeling the I guess lockdown. A lot of people are online at home and online and you know and trying to and then we're hearing rumors that uh Lagos State might so we are not sure if Nigeria, the federal government might be extending the lockdown because it's supposed to end uh today, Friday, I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but we're not sure if they're going to extend, but we're hearing rumors that Lagos City is is planning to extend the lockdown. <laughs> I, I, I really? don't know how that will be. Wait, it seems it's like it's not only in Nigeria, other countries too might be clamoring for an extension because of increased cases. So mm-hmm. maybe that mm-hmm. would be Lagos State's um, explanation for that if they are going to extend it. But I mean, I just recently, was it not Wuhan, the one of the the city zero, or what, what, what I call it, the city zero, yeah, that they finally uh, seventy two days of lockdown. They finally seventy uh, two. They wow. finally stopped the lockdown. Like. Wow. So it is a lot, <laughs> but yeah. anyway, we just hope that uh, everything turns out fine. I mean, it's been an interesting week of news. Before we get to the really, really, really juicy and interesting stuff, let's let's talk about something. So, Mpesa, Kenya's okay. Mpesa, okay, has been acquired by. <laughs> Did we see so this coming? Eh, well, first of all, the, the, the thing is, we, we you know, Safaricom has always been touted as the one behind Mpesa, yeah. but yeah. apparently. Apparently, they were just running it on behalf of Vodafone. Of course, Vodafone owns a stake in Safaricom, owns a stake in Vodacom. Oh, first of all, the news. Safaricom and Vodacom have acquired M-Pesa from Vodafone, wow. from the UK's Vodafone. So, I mean, this is a deal that has been in the works for at least three years, 2017. Because wow. I remember at that time, back then, um, Vodafone transferred is 35% stake in, in, in Epesa to, to Safaricom. Was it Safaricom or Vodacom? Yeah. And yeah. the whole idea was because they're trying to um, go launch in South Africa. They had launched a year before in 2016, but it failed. So they had planned, yeah. they had planned to launch in South Africa. And then the CEO of Safaricom also said that Bobby Colimo also said they are planning to come to Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But that never happened. And it has still not happened. Yeah, I think we even did an article on why they're not even flying in there. Yeah, I think yeah, I remember writing that that was yeah three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at, at the time, the regulatory environment was very different. You know, mobile money was led by banks instead of the telecommunication. Like in Kenya, why it works so well is that it was the telecoms, the Safaricom, mm-hmm. that that was driving mobile money. But in Nigeria, it was only the banks that could. But now it's different. We have a yeah, PSB payments yes. payment service banks. So, yeah, it will be interesting to see what's going on here. I mean, now that Vodafone, I don't know why they did that, whether it was to, like, exit or, or maybe we'll find out. But, yeah, I think it's good news and we'll see what to come up from that. Okay, but it's still yeah. a bit confusing. I think uh, Vodafone is still Vodafone's parent company. They... Yes. Yeah, yes. So, in essence, Vodafone still... Uh, no, I so I think it's illegal. So what is happening is, like I said, in, if you go back to that article from 2017, what yeah. is happening is Vodafone giving Vodacom ownership of um, M-Pesa will make it easier for them to, because of the whole uh, regulation about local ownership and all of that, yeah. 
in these different African groups. So I think it will give them more and uh, give them more leverage to be able to move and expand the way they want to expand. I think that's oh. what's happening. And don't forget that they, they seem a bit saturated in Kenya already. Yes. So being able to it yeah, it, it, it will be, be a good thing for goes. other African countries for Nigeria. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah, yeah. it will make I mean, of uh, course, they're, they're, they're in other African countries, but they are not in Kenya. They are not in South Africa, South Africa and Nigeria. Nigeria. And Egypt. It's a big market. Yeah. Uh, no, they are in Egypt. Sorry. Yeah, they are not in Tokyo. So yeah, it will be interesting to see how it goes. Interesting to see. Yeah. Then, then last week, uh, last week we talked about NIDA, Nigeria's IT regulatory body, yeah. setting up a committee for something, and we we're, we're like, oh, what's it? Yeah, what's going to happen with this committee? Change of name. Mm-hmm. Exactly, change of name of the former committee. But it seems like there's some steps being taken. Yes. Yeah. So, so the, far, last week the committee was given 48 hours to come up with a recommendation. So. Uh, according to Tommy Davis, he uh, posted a tweet on Twitter that, okay, we've come up with a recommendation that, according to him, he jocularly said, okay, you should do something about this within the next 48 hours too. That's what he told uh, Nita. And uh, encouragingly, Nita decided to do something. They created a, a form online where startups offering essential services can be exempted from the lockdown. So we're talking about health mm. tech startups, we're talking about delivery startups, mm. uh, even mm. startups that are into food production or agriculture and uh, projects. Oh, okay. So, but, uh, yeah. not... but aren't they exempted already? Yes, that no, was no, what no. I was going to say. It's like uh, the form, most of the form, neither identifies who, uh, who is who, then submit the list to the federal government for special intervention. So, well, no, I mean, like, are they, aren't they already exempted based on the the lockdown policy where they say essentials are exempted already? Because exactly. I know, I know, if you, I know someone who runs a, a health startup, yeah, um, Jero Care, yeah. last week they were delivering supplies for the elderly and they were able to do so because you know they can claim the essential status. So, is it what need that? Is it like just like audio policy yeah. or like I don't understand because okay so the thing is, what, is there something different take example of uh, what happened last week Jumia's warehouse Jumia is supposed to be one of the essential services startup but they were they are one of their warehouses was still shut down by Lagos oh in Lagos yeah. yeah so there's still mm-hmm. confusion especially when it comes to these uh, tech, tech guys so okay uh, yeah so I think okay. it's also clear that because like all those commentary still lorry, some of them were even confused that okay, they don't know if they're exempted or not. Because okay. of course no, no there's movement restrictions and the law sometimes when the law is ambiguous so there's no specific uh, line the law addressing something. So people can actually take advantage and law enforcement officers can do whatever they like because of course they don't understand most of all these technical services. I think I think I understand now because um, sometimes this week I called some food delivery guys. They are operating online grocery stores, so some of them mentioned how they are restricted to some areas because it's close to them due to the lockdown. So I think this should help them if they registered with um, with NIDA and NIDA certifies them that they are essential services. Then they can go anywhere around this. Doing their normal deliveries, so I think uh, yes, exactly. I think I understand yeah, what they're trying to do now. Personally, like I used to order off because I'm lazy. So <laughs> now, now most no single restaurant is open around uh, this area. So I'm staying in solo. 
there's no structure mm. for me to go through. I think just to clear those doubt about what is essential and what is not essential. Essential. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because besides essential, the business must must go on. You know, yeah, exactly. a lockdown a lockdown can be a very very um, trying times. People can be very aggressive and uh, apprehensive and anxious and all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to what has been going on this past week. I mean, this I think this started last week, yeah. Friday. Yeah. Uh, the whole conversation about 5G <laughs> and how it's supposed to be the conspiracy theory that is the cause of coronavirus. And there's this large conspiracy and um, collaboration among all the world leaders in the world yeah. to uh, confuse their citizens. Like... It's been crazy. It is. I don't know what you guys what do you guys think about all of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. thing is, I think sometimes when things like this happen, we look out for explanations to why now, why this. Mm-hmm. So when the conspiracy mm-hmm. came out, I think people that have been looking for something to hold on to before, when this one out came out, it was not as yes, Now we have an explanation. Where does this have to happen? Mm-hmm. So I think that is like playing on the our um, like the vulnerability of people for an explanation yeah, for what yeah. is going going on so i think the, that, that was how it was able to go far and p- a lot of people believing the conspiracy so but mm. yes as it is we have looked for answers for it so i think and, it, it's uh, just the times <laughs> so i mean i want to be careful about you know like you know being opinionated about this but I mean, a lot of the things, the quote-unquote facts that are being shared to support the conspiracy theories just seem kind of outrageous, to be mm-hmm. honest. So we're talking about how uh, the radiation from 5G causes <laughs> is the cause of coronavirus. And then, you know, people are going ahead to Google and seeing what... So the, the thing is, uh, this is the first thing, first of all. It's not to a year already. It's not to a year that any nation has had commercial 5G at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Even the Singapore's and the South China Korea. and the and South Korea, yeah, that have it. I mean, it's not up to. It's not, I don't think it's been up to eight months yet. Mm-hmm. That that's kind of. So if you look at it, it's, it's very early. It's too early to say that anyone uh, that you, to observe or see the effects of five G. Mm-hmm. And even radiation, the way radiation works and kills people, like it's radiation poisoning or cell poisoning. It's a long it, it yes, exactly it's over a long time. It's not yes. sudden. Mm. Like the theories are saying, like, oh, mm. immediately the five G was switched on, people were dying. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we're talking about a, a, a disease that is contagious. Radiation will not cause contagious, contagious. disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead that affects your like, DNA and you have yeah, to pass so, it. Right, like it's crazy. And then yeah. we are seeing videos of people people are sharing videos that they are digging five G five G cables. Yeah. Like, that, that that's was, how it Strange, like uh, Okay, so my conversation with uh, an engineer uh, it was like the sun is more likely to the radiation from the sun is more likely to kill you than the radiation from a <laughs> telecom device. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> because it's, because because it's non-ionizing, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was ionizing radiation. Yeah. yeah, non-ionizing radiation is yeah. the energy levels are very low. Mm-hmm. And even if there's an effect, yes, even if there's an effect, it takes place over a long period. Mm. But people don't understand that. And now they are attacking, I heard they attacked a telecoms and a, um, technician, mm. of mm. which the cables they are digging are for normal fiber. Fiber, fiber a lot of, uh, even before the lockdown, a lot of fiber uh, broadband providers have been digging yeah. cables all around because mm-hmm. there are conversations around right away and all of that. They've been digging cables, so they're just continuing the work. 
mm. that they've been doing because right now there's more need for internet, yeah. right? Yeah. But they're assuming, but they're assuming it's 5G cables, but 5G doesn't work by using cables. 5G is to complement all of that, the cables with transmitters, and 5G is supposed to help uh, reduce latency. So with more transmitters and all of that, yeah. penetration, how fast the, the signals get to you, and ideally it's supposed to be like mobile communication so that there's no need for... Especially for last night, there's no need for uh, cables and all of that. I like, <laughs> well, and then, then the, of course, the whole question about people are claiming there's 5G in Nigeria. That one is also crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> they are making reference to MTNs for a 5G trial in Abuja and Lagos and Calabar. Calabar. So, I think yeah. Imana should just explain what that one was about. Okay, so mm. it's just like uh, a demo, a proof of concept, like, okay, this is possible. And it was restricted to just MTN's office. If you, that mm. day I went for the trial here in Lagos, if you are outside yeah. the office, you will not even, like, just directly outside the office, you will not even mm-hmm. uh, notice anything like 5G until you enter inside the uh, testing environment and look at device you're using to test mm-hmm. uh, 5G. Mm-hmm. You won't, mm-hmm. there's nothing. So that was just like a prototype. This is possible. Yeah. These are the possibilities. And I yeah. think it was just for three months and they completed yeah. the trial and no spectrum yeah. had been awarded. And frankly mm-hmm. speaking, uh, we've not even developed 4G to a sufficient level. <laughs> Of Level, penetration yeah. before you start talking. I mean, about just like energy. just like you were saying, you, you were in Lagos. Yeah. You observed it. I was in Abuja too in November when it happened. Mm-hmm. When they the test in Abuja was, it was just in the MTN office. Just like they like they hacked together infrastructure. It's not like like you said restricted to the office. Mm. You know, so mm. it was just a demo, and it ended in March. That was November December. No, three months. November December January. So it ended in January. Okay. It was or like or February. It was just to see the possibilities, and they had Ericsson provide the infrastructure for Lagos, um, Huawei. Huawei for Abuja, and, and ZT for Calabar, just to show the capabilities and what they could do. That was all it was. So, and even the funny thing is, like you said, 4G as the penetration, 4G penetration is not even. I don't think it's up to two percent in Nigeria. If no. I'm not, I can't remember the exact Imagine. figures. And most people cannot even afford the 4G connection yet. Because yeah. there are some well, devices, it's resistant to some devices to start with. Exactly, like that is very true too. So you even need a 5G capable device. Which, and then why would the telcos be, be releasing a, a signal that will be killing their potential customers? Like, it's, it's yeah, odd. It's like, counterintuitive. Like, so yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's really, and they are saying, okay, that's why they locked down Lagos and Abuja. But Calabar is not on lockdown and theirs was even the first yeah. test. The... Yeah, so so the way it worked, the, 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 like you said, there were trial frequencies, not yeah. actual frequencies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just no spectrum has been given. But what they did was they used existing spectrums, like the 4G, existing 4G spectrum, and dedicated a few frequencies for them to be able to you know, run those tests that they did that time, that MTN ran. And mm. in Abuja, they used, if I remember very correctly, in Abuja, it was, yeah, Calabar had the highest frequency. Calabar was like, about 100 megahertz mm. that was given to Calabar, allocated to Calabar, while MTN and Lagos had, I think Lagos had about 20. Yeah, the lowest. Yeah, the lowest. So so even Calabar had the highest frequency allocated to it. And but Calabar is no lockdown. Yes. Mm. And that was, that's <laughs> so, because that not many coronavirus cases there. So the lockdown is because of coronavirus cases, not because of 
5G or why it's connected to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been receiving a lot of backlash since. Yeah, I shared the article on my WhatsApp. Uh, I've been receiving a lot yeah, of Yeah, the article you did about like 11 that. questions. So I, I think I think those who know and or are sure of enough facts, if not totally um, in the knowing, should enlighten those who don't. Now I I I, I was speaking with a family who actually believed that five uh, G is like mark of the beast and is the one that mm-hmm. caused coronavirus. I actually enlightened her. She said before I told her she was already praying that God should mm-hmm. save us. So and after i told her she she accepted it she told her husband then started forwarding it to people that this is not something to be scared about so i mm-hmm. think if w- people that know it can speak with people that don't especially people who are like vulnerable to fake news that they can't confirm so you yeah. can just tell them and let the message pass across because the conspiracy started from somewhere God's people scared. Scared people tell people. People get scared and many more people get scared. So that one's like bringing hope to people that are scared already. So just tell people. When you know, tell people. So yeah, that's cool. That was a very good... Uh, I mean, it's, it's very nice that your relative, your family member was able to you know, listen to you. But a lot of people don't want to listen. Yeah. Hmm. So there's still that fear around all of that. And it's very understandable because... Um, you, are, there's, you, know, the, you feel like there's this large conspiracy theory and all the nations in the world and all the leaders are trying to know and then there's this fear that it could be used as a weapon yeah. 5g itself could actually be used as a weapon and, and uh, it, uh, maybe it's a valid fear i don't know is it, mm-hmm. is it a valid fear yeah it's maybe it's, okay Sorry. yes yeah. you know you know uh, increase in improvement in technology we also cause improvement in other sectors so say exactly. um, technology has been helping to provide to build nuclear weapon. So when you increase mm. the technology, what do you expect? It's still going to help it. So maybe it's a valid reason to be afraid, sure. but mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. normal, like development happens across the board. So it's yeah. possible. Yeah. Yeah. So apart from the improvements to make to all the scary weapons we see with the likes of US and Russia, then mm-hmm. there's also the fear that it could be used for espionage and spy activities. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they could install 5G equipment near your house and be guarding data from you and sending it yeah. to their company headquarters. So, uh, mm-hmm. all these issues with data privacy and the rest of that become might become heightened with 5G because be very, very fast. What billions yeah. of data that we could probably take, uh, say, five hours, they can do it in under 30 minutes or 10 minutes. And yeah, yeah. What's going on. So that's that's also a matter. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, like all technologies, they always be put to positive and negative use. Uh, even yeah. the Facebook app that you use, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the Facebook, the Twitter, the WhatsApp, all the apps we use that we use for free, they are all guarding our data. Yeah. And sometimes you, you put all that responsibility on those companies. So it now depends on how responsible they are. Some seem more responsible. Twitter, for example, seems to be more seems to be more responsible than Facebook in handling your private data mm-hmm. because they've not had that many scandals. Okay. Uh, but we don't know. We don't know for a fact whether they are. So it depends on how. So the question now is: Do you want to put all the responsibility and power on the, in the government, in the private company, mm-hmm. or your data? Those are the questions and the discussion we'll be having over the years. But the fact is, still, there are many positives. There are many use cases for 5G that, that are wonderful. And one of them is um, agriculture. Uh, another one is education. 
So, for example, being able to take courses from the best universities around the world yes. because of because you can use um, VR headsets that can able to stream live. So there's a different. There's one thing to be sitting in front of a laptop or a phone and taking lectures. There's another. Th- there's another thing to be sitting in your sitting yeah, on a chair and then yeah, it's, yeah, it's as if you're in a classroom because every other person there is a hologram mm-hmm. that yes. you're seeing through your VR headset. I, I actually you're seeing your lecturer. I, I actually yeah? saw a simulation of a doctor using um, VR. I don't know I, yeah. I, to carry out an operation. I don't know. How, yeah, mm-hmm. it's surgery rather. So I don't know how it yeah. is done, but I'm sure technologies like this can speed up those kind of. Yeah, yeah. So that's the use case for medicine, right? Like, so for example, we say a surgeon who is the, the world expert in a very, very narrow field. So not because maybe you're not because a, a surgeon in fire will maybe Pakistan or India who cannot fly down to your country, not because you don't have a good surgeon in your own country, but because he's the only expert in that particular field. field. He can where you can via robot hands operate on someone in in nigeria from pakistan wow. and because you know surgery, so, um, surgery is very 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 sensitive mm-hmm. where every movement matters every second matters you know well, but with the strength time. of 5g there's no there's very low latency so the speed is so fast that it can operate you from on you from that far away country to where you are wow. and everything will move smoothly mm-hmm. so wow. that's another use case there's education like i said before there's Agriculture. There are so many use cases. Smart cities, Internet of Things. So many, so many wonderful use cases. And of course, <laughs> the usual downloading of videos and all of that. Yes, in seconds. Will be so fast. Yeah, in seconds. So like, so many benefits. I mean, yes, there will always be negatives in terms of or uh, military use as weaponizing and all of that. But, but I mean. The more we are, the more aware we are of all these things, the you know, the easier it is going to Can't be to handle ourselves. or question authorities, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't, I don't think it's all doom and gloom. I think what we should fo- focus more now on is how we can survive this lockdown if it's extended, and how we can stay safe and stay healthy, and what we can, how we can plan towards after the lockdown so that our business can stay afloat, yes. or you know, and all of that. So. I mean, it's very important for everyone listening. Please, still stay safe. There's coronavirus out there. It is contagious. We saw um, a release by the NCDC yesterday saying they've only tested five, about 5,000 Nigerians so far. Wow. No, That's a very small like number. 5,000. It's a very small number. We can't even certify yeah. that it's 5,000 people because they said 5,000 samples. Maybe we, there might be cases yeah. where somebody might be tested more than once. And um, I yes. even heard that those that are in, that are in the centers and the isolation centers, when they are treated, after like mm-hmm. days they are tested. If they test negative, they are tested again. So those ones contribute to the number of samples they're talking about. So it wow. doesn't mean that they've tested like five thousand Nigerians, just five thousand samples. Wow. Mm. So yes. it's probably way less than way less Nigerians they've tested. Yes, wow. exactly. And and that's reflecting in the small numbers of confirmed. Because when you see other countries having so many confirmed yes. cases, you're like, so, what's so going on? Like, is it that we have something we are treating it with? Because for somewhere like US, that uh, like number something numbering above one thousand deaths in a day, then you'd be wondering like, yeah. is Nigerian doing something yeah. that US right. is not doing? So, so uh, yeah, around, the that we should be 
And you know, people are now questioning like, oh, is Nigeria trying to feel among? And then with the whole issue with the accountant general's office being burnt, huh, even yeah. though people don't understand that money is not kept in that place. Yes, you yes. know, they are wondering where, where where are the donations? Where are the rockets of the donations? Are they just? I mean, we, we don't have the answers to all these questions, we but I mean, I, I feel like it's possible that there are many deaths that are going on that are not tied to coronavirus because they were not tested. Yeah. So yes, we don't exactly. know. We're not keeping all the records, you know? I mean, so, I mean, we, we don't know. What we don't know, what, what we're not sure of, we don't go out and claim it as fact. And that's mm-hmm. what we need to be careful about, mm-hmm. whether it's the 5G causing coronavirus or not, and all of that. It's very important. Yeah. Anyway, guys, what do you think uh, so far? Uh, we've talked about M-Pesa being acquired by Safaricom and Fudacom. What does that mean for uh, mobile money in Africa? We've talked about Nidda's move to uh, support startups that are taking care of essentials in Lagos, in Nigeria. Uh, what was that about? And then what do you think about the whole 5G situation, uh, 5G and coronavirus conspiracy theories? We'd like to hear what you think. You can email us at podcast at Africa. Mm-hmm. You can tweet at us. Uh, we, uh, our handle is as um, TechPoints DOTNG. You can also use the hashtag, hashtag TechPoint Africa Podcast. We'd like to hear from you. We'd like to know what you think. And we hope you are still staying safe. Yeah. Um, Nifemi, where can they get the podcast if they're listening for the first time? You can get your podcast from Google Podcasts. You, you can get it from Spotify and any other places that you get your podcast from. Yeah. Um, Emmanuel, do you have any parting words about 5G to share with anybody? Uh, just uh, when in doubt, please verify. That's, that's uh, the major yeah, that is like yeah. And just avoid yeah. I love that. What you're not sure. Yeah, I love that. When in doubt, verify. And I think it's on that note that we'll end this, today's edition of the podcast. Uh, we hope that you guys will listen next week again. Hopefully, there will we don't know whether or not uh, the lockdown would have been would have ended. So, but whatever happens, whether lockdown or no lockdown, we'll, we'll be here again next week. So, we hope to you, we hope you'll be listening. Yes. Uh, I, I'm, very, I'm not very good at advice, but <laughs> signing out, guys, right? Bye. All right. Bye. Peace Peace out. out. <laughs> All right.